This is the Fearless Launching Show. I'm your host, Anne Samoylov, and today we're talking about something that I think is a real issue, and maybe you've experienced it, and that is exhaustion after a launch. Uh, I think this is a real issue, and I, I think it's one that can be solved, though, and I think it's just spending some time and really looking at the structure, not only of the way we're launching, but of of the, the year, the way we have our businesses set up and how to really stop this exhaustion in its tracks. I decided to turn a special presentation that I created into this episode. So literally you're going to be hearing me probably refer to things that are on the screen, but I just want you to know that if you want to watch the whole thing, I'm going to put a link under in the show notes so that you can see that. And That way you'll be able to see the whole thing, but this way you'll be able to hear the audio for it and then decide if you want to see it. Uh, I think that it's, it was important enough for me to just say, you know what, this is a, yeah, this is a webinar. People normally sign up for it, but I need to put this into the podcast. So, uh, if that sounds interesting to you, if you're done with exhaustion in terms of how you're launching, how you're running your business, you don't want to miss this episode. The Fearless Launching Show was created to answer the question, how can I launch my big idea to the world in the most simple, straightforward way possible and reach more of the right people? I'm your host, Anne Samoylov, and I've been helping six and seven figure business owners launch for over a decade. And while I love geeking out about improving launches, new launch strategies, what's working, what's not working, I'm also obsessed with exploring the heart, the mind, the challenges of running your own business. And that's what we're going to do each and every week. I want to show you how to launch that course or coaching program or other creative work and navigate the journey of being an online entrepreneur. So if you're ready for some new perspectives, some new stories around launching, well, I can't wait to share those with you. Let's get into today's episode. Here's what we're going to uncover today. Why even now, after all the done-for-you tools, spreadsheets, and templates, you're still exhausted, overwhelmed, and thinking launching is not possible for you. We're also going to talk about how to map out your launches so you never feel that heavy, I hate launches feeling again. Why you and your business and your audience and your team and everyone around you are exhausted and how it impacts your business. An inside look at my three-part breakthrough launch system framework for creating launches that get more profitable without adding more work. That was a mouthful. (laughs) And finally, three simple strategies to plan your next 12 months of productive, profitable, and non-exhausting launches. So first of all, let's talk about the state of launches today. It has never been easier to create online products, programs, services, start coaching, start teaching, doing whatever it is you want to do online than it is now, than ever before. Technology and tools are templated. There are all-in-one solutions. And at the same time, more people are struggling more and more to get their launches, their offers, their businesses off the ground. Now it's happening, but these launches seem to be a sticking point for kind of all of us once in a while. And we finally got the proof because 
Now it's obvious that it takes more than just the right website, more than a piece of software, the right tool, the checklist, the checkout software, the whatever it is. And someone telling us what to do, that's the main thing to launch successfully. We need to figure out how you're, we're going to do it. And no matter what offer we decide to launch, no matter what strategy, we need to be ready to repeat that process with improvements multiple times. So we have to figure out how we're going to do it. And we're going to have to figure out how we can do it and get better at it over time. I think we've all, we can all agree. And I would love it as you're watching today. I would love it if you've ever believed that you know, the right website or the web's right course platform or the right email service provider or marketing provider. If any of those things you ever thought, okay, this is it. This is the tool that's going to make everything happen. Deadline funnel, whatever it is. And then it didn't, still didn't improve your launches. Like if you've ever been with that thought, had those thoughts, it's okay. We're all marketed to in the same way. So we've all kind of believed Okay, if I have my, my tech stack, good to go, then I'm going to be good to go. There's a huge opportunity for you right now. And if you're willing to keep things simple, be honest, face facts instead of just feelings to determine what's working and what's not on your launches, you might actually be closer to that breakthrough launch than you think you are. So here are the three, here's the three little bullets on how to map out your launches so you never feel that heavy, I hate launches feeling again. Do it in advance, give yourself time, and verbal process it. So let's dive into each one of these. First, when you do it in advance, you avoid the stress brain that wakes up during launches. The stress brain wakes up when we have to actually start delivering, when we've got deadlines, right? So the important thing is that you map out your launch. You figure out what you want your launch to look like, what you want to say during your launch, what fun things you want to do, mapping it out and really figuring out what's going to happen, but do it way before you start getting work done. If you try to build a little part of your map and then do that. Oh, I guess I have to create a landing page. And then you do that. What's on my landing page? Am I doing a webinar? Is it a challenge? If you try to just make piecemeal decisions along the way, and as you get closer and closer to that date you've set yourself, you, you'll either, you won't get to that date or you will get to that date, but you'll be like running ragged. Maybe you'll have had to cut things out that you really wanted to include. And you're just not going to feel good. No one's going to feel good because people really can feel stress through, through this whole internet thing. It is the weirdest thing. I don't think that's just unique to me, but I can tell when people are not feeling great. They're not feeling stressed. You might hear my voice a little bit eh, scratchy right now. However, I'm excited about this because I think we can all take control right now. So map out your launches way in advance. Make sure there's a space in between when you are thinking about the vision of your launch and actually the launch. So the space in between, you need that space. Now, when you give yourself time, again, this is related, but when you do that map in advance and you give yourself time inside that map, you're going to have time to pivot, change your mind and add things. So 
thinking about what you want to do during your launch doesn't mean you're going to pack your calendar or pack all the days between now and then with stuff you you need to do or deliver or show to your audience or how many times you're going to show up live. You actually want to give yourself that time. So you have time to be like, nope, I don't want to do that. Nope, I don't want to do that. Oh, yes, I want to do that. Oh, we have plenty of time over here to do this. That's also key. Then the kind of sweet spot is when you verbal process your plan, you find holes and you find questions. And it's as simple as having a conversation with someone you trust who understands what you're doing. And if you don't have someone like that is available, like when you need to verbal process, one thing I love to do are voice memos where you can actually, you can do one of two things. You can send a verb, a voice memo and say, hey, would you mind looking at this? this weekend? Or do you have time to listen to this at some point and let me know what comes up? Or you just imagine that person and record that voice memo. I do it all the time with my besties and they do it with me because sometimes we're just so busy. We can't really give that interaction back to them, but there is a magic in actually just speaking out your plan. Okay. So let's talk about why you, your audience, and actually I didn't add it in here, but your team, if you have, you work with people, they're all exhausted and how it impacts your business, okay? But we're really gonna talk about each kind of little individual. So you, if you're exhausted, then you know how that feels, right? But let me just talk about your audience and your team. So is your audience tapped out? Maybe you haven't been really consistently communicating and maybe like you do communicate during launches a lot and then you go off the grid. Or maybe you show up every single week with a new offer. Inconsistent can mean a lot of different things. Maybe you're offering too many things too soon, too often, or maybe not, not often enough. This can, this can mean your offers and other people's offers. So think about what you're currently putting out to the world, whether it's a partner, affiliate offer, or someone, you know, maybe you're helping friends and you're promoting summits and stuff like that. Really think about what you're putting out there. And maybe your audience just needs something more. So if when, whenever we kind of get that sense that our audience is checked out or tapped out, we're not sure why, these are some of the reasons why. So your audience needing something more doesn't mean it's not you. It just means they've grown maybe, maybe as a result of getting help from you. And now they just need something a little bit extra or they didn't learn from you, but they're still around because they really love what you're all about but they're just further along in their journey and they need something more. Or your audience doesn't feel like your content is even relevant for them anymore. So sometimes we'll go through patches where we'll see that people aren't responding to things. Now, there, there are lots of ways that you can get this, you know, no response is a response. However, it doesn't mean, oh, they don't like my content. So it's just important to kind of get a, get a sense of that. Do you feel like your content isn't relevant for someone? Now, true story, I was about to post, uh, publish a podcast last week, actually two weeks ago, but I've been just sitting on it because I kind of was just like, you know, I know it's personal and I know it's powerful, but really, what does it have to do with them? Does it just like, oh, grats, and, you know, you shared something personal and blah, blah, blah. Like, what is the point for someone else? So um, I decided not to post it 
yet. And I probably will just re-record it with more of an eye on how does this affect the person who's listening, okay? Maybe they were never your ideal audience in the first place. So that's something. Like people, you know, might see you on Instagram. They might see you doing a Facebook Live. They might see you doing something or being interviewed. And they'll get on your list for some reason. Like, for instance, I have people coming on my list because I think years ago, I created this bullet journal thing, template that's inside Google Sheets. So it's inside Google Drive and it's like an opt-in. You can opt in for it. But those bullet journal people are not necessarily people who are having businesses or wanting to launch their courses or anything like that. They maybe just follow for that reason and they're still on my list for whatever reason. So just know that there are going to be a pocket of group of people on your list that might just like following you. So how to turn things around with your audience. Start with your consistent communication, no matter where it is. And this is going to look different for all of you, but find a place and start communicating there. Start with one. That's what I say. Start with one, one post, one email, or one podcast, or one video. You don't need a full publishing schedule. Acknowledge how often or not you've been offering things and when and who were they were they out of alignment were they too much like you were your were was the messaging not clear think about how often you've put things out in front of your audience wanting them to to either buy or enroll or apply and then also just know that people can be exhausted from way too many things coming their way and also from unexpected or out of the blue offers. So if you're someone who likes to throw spaghetti at the wall and then run and then get to their next spaghetti throwing session, that could also be exhausting people. So let's talk now about teams. Now, even if you're just starting out, I think this is a good topic to start thinking about because at some point you are going to want to have at least one person helping you or a couple people. And even if they're not full-time employees, I don't have full-time employees at this moment. And even if they're not full-time, even if they're contractors who just kind of all do the same thing for you every single month, it still is worthwhile to think about this. If you are constantly changing plans, this can be incredibly disruptive to someone's workflow and can actually be really exhausting to work with someone like that. Um, if you're constantly putting out last minute offers or launching something, you know, even that person who you think, oh, they're just scheduling emails for me. But if they don't like they're they're not just a robot inputting a bunch of information, they're there with you. And if you want them to operate at their highest level, then you're going to want them to be able to, to know what that offer is about and why you're sending it out and also give you feedback on those things. But last minute things are just like, okay, I'm going to get it out the door. And there's no, that, that you've missed an opportunity to really tap into someone else's skills. And if you've got them on your team, you might want to think about that. And there's no clarity on the bigger vision. No one seems to know where the, where the bus is headed, where the ship is headed, where you're landing next. And this is really big. Even if you think someone doesn't need to know, 
they need to know. Even if you think that they have no, there's gonna, they're not gonna do anything with the information, it's always good to be like, this quarter we're focused on this. And, and by the way, if you do have a team, it is good to put in place metrics, things that everyone has to be responsible for doing. If someone is your person who is posting Instagram content and your goal is to get more followers, well, heck, there should be a number applied to that person, okay? Also, there's this whole sink or swim mentality that some people have. They hire someone for, for a launch and then they don't have any onboarding time. This sink or swim mentality backfires always because everyone does things differently. And someone who has launch experience might be like even myself. If I were hired by someone who does launches and they're like, oh, well, she worked on B-School. She did this. She did that. She worked on that person's. What a, then she should be fine with me. No, every single person who comes on your team, no matter how experienced they are, needs to, under, to understand your way of doing things, understand the bigger vision, understand the plan, <laughs> understand how they fit into that. So how, how do you help your team help you, right? Start with a simple weekly meeting. And if meetings just make you groan, a digest of what's coming up. Just say, here's what's coming up this week. And you can even note specific people who will be doing specific things. A digest could be a really great way of connecting all of your contractors. If you have someone doing graphics or if someone doing your podcast stuff, if you have someone doing your social media or whatever, make sure your team knows the big goal, period. Doesn't matter if they're employees, part-time, contractor, whatever. Make sure your team knows the big goal. It's actually going to help you to share what that big goal is. And it's also going to help them to know what it is. Because as you share your goals, they get clearer, they get more like specific, and you get used to talking about them. Keep an updated published schedule. Yes, published schedule. Yes, publish your schedule and keep it updated at all times. And make sure everybody who's doing any work on your team knows what's going on. Clearly define roles and responsibilities so people know what they, what they are being brought on to do, what their genius zone is. And guess what? Also publish that so that people can say, oh, I can do that too. And then have a true open door policy. Say, you know what, if you see something that looks messed up or weird, please just email me the thing. And most likely I'll say, yeah, please fix it. Or yes, you're right, do that. Um, because these people you have brought in to support your business and they're going to find things and be open to those things. So ending exhaustion overall, right? Because if you're exhausted too, and like your team is and your audience is, man, okay. Oh, it's time to build stamina. You know, I was running up and down my stairs, you know, to get home every single day. We have two flights and there's no, there's no elevator in our building. I think it's because we live near a body of water and there must be some sort of zoning law or something. Anyways, I come up those stairs most times and I'm like, oh, I can't breathe. And then finally, I started not feeling that way after taking Pilates a couple times a week and getting back into that. But it means that I just needed to build stamina. 
So you need to do the same thing with all of your people, your audience and your team by establishing some communication formats, like maybe you're on Slack for your team and no emails. And maybe for your audience, you're going to send a weekly email and be on Instagram. Done and done. Just establish those well before your launches. Build trust with everyone by sticking to your plans or clearly stating why the plan changed. So I know this kind of puts a little wrinkle in your plan to just retreat quietly and hope no one paid attention, but you at least need to tell your team that. And especially if it was very public, it doesn't mean you can't walk away from plans. It just means you got to be open. Schedule time for training. You know, I used to always say, I'm not Microsoft. I don't have a training budget. Well, you better. And sometimes it doesn't take more than you creating a Google Doc with links to Loom videos and give your people who start, start their jobs, start their roles, whatever it is, specific things to watch. And great thing is you can create a very general one for anybody who joins your team, but then you can also join, you can create ones that are specific to that person's role. Ah, and this is the best one. Build in time to rest for everyone, including yourself. You need to, you need to make sure that there are months during the year where you're not going to send out any kind of offers or you're not going to do anything that requires someone to sign up. And you're not going to, there, there has to be months where your team can play cleanup and can organize and can like refresh themselves and also just be off work if they possibly can. You have the power to stop the exhaustion train and cycle. So now let's talk about this whole three-part framework, which is my break, breakthrough launch formula, framework, whatever, um, for creating launches that get more profitable without adding more work. And it solves the exhaustion problem for good. So a few things, first of all, that the system helps you achieve. Um, you create a launch cycle that you repeat and improve. You no longer need to wing it. You can apply it to any launch strategy and any offer. And you're no longer tied to one product, program, or service. And you bundle launches to leverage pre-launch kind of energy for more than one offer. So there are three simple ingredients to map 12 months of productive, non-exhausting launches that are also profitable. It comes down to creating bundled offers and a 12-month calendar with these bundled multiple leveraged offers listed. And hopefully you have like one bundled offer that then you can put at various places during the year. I don't want you to have like four different bundled offers. So I think one bundled offer, that means maybe an offer, a product, two products that are kind of like similar, but can be offered separately. Um, and then a system slash strategy to repeat the whole year. So that means committing to webinars, committing to challenges, committing to a videos series, committing to Facebook lives, committing to whatever type of launch strategy that you want to. Now, you might be wondering, all I have to do to start launching smarter, feel less overwhelmed while actually becoming more profitable is to create a launch map for the year? Huh? Yes, 
Now, the thing about launch maps, though, is they're only as valuable. They're only valuable if you actually follow them, not if you just write them down and close that planner and then just go about your merry winging it ways. Here's the thing about your launch map. It's actually not just your calendar. It's the map of your strategy, all the stuff you're going to create. And it's a system. When you get used to using even one system, like all this stuff together in your business, right? You'll want to create more systems. You'll become more, it, things will become more spacious because that's what systems help you create. And your launch map is your launch vision. So now let's talk about this number one thing that will cause your launches to fail every single time and how to fix it. Well, it's a few, a few things, but they all kind of around the same thing. Winging it, starting from scratch, refusing to work from a map or a system. See the, see the theme here? And skipping the post-launch review. Okay, so I guess it's not just one thing. It's three things. Um, the post-launch review is when you look at all the data, you look at what happened, and you make a plan. The post-launch review isn't just like reviewing. It's reviewing and making a plan for the next launch. The one thing you can do is commit to creating a system. Being okay that it won't be perfect the first time and then building onto it so you can launch again and improve each and every time. When you create this asset, this launch map is kind of like the asset, the main asset for your business and for your launches, you will save so much time, but you won't need to hire a giant team to make it happen. So you'll be able to launch more easily, more like, I don't want to say last minute because we just said you shouldn't do that. But if you then decide, you know what, next month I really want to launch, you have a system. No one is scrambling to figure everything out and you can use it on your other offers too. So let's recap a little bit here. Okay. How's the breakthrough? We're, we're talking about the, how the breakthrough launch framework starts with mapping out the vision for not just the next launch, but really your next 12 months of launches. Um, why building stamina is the key to an engaged audience an effective team and you making great decisions. Um, and shifting your mind, launch mindset from heavy, so much to do, to one of growth, repetition, and a chance to improve this. And I just want to say, you can do this. Um, sometimes the smallest things that seem like so simple to do and to follow, it feels like, no, that can't be the way. But I want your launches to get easier, not harder. Thank you so much for joining me today for this very special episode of the podcast. If you just want to watch this class in its entirety, see the slides. Oh my gosh, see what I did at the very beginning by mistake. I just left it in the recording. Um, all you have to do is go down to the show notes right now and click right over and you can just sign up for that. Uh, in the meantime, have a great rest of your week and I hope that this episode encouraged you to look for ways to stop exhausting yourself in your launches and that you have the power to have easier launches. You have the power to not be so exhausted, to not exhaust not just yourself but everyone around you. All right. Have a great rest of your week and I will see you next week on the show.